Thank you so much for staying with us on uh, the morning show, Futa Radio 93.1 FM. It's now time for Trending Issues. This is, of course, where we try to break current affairs down from various perspectives with our analysts in the house. I have uh, Essigon right here with me. Essigon, good morning and how was the weekend? Ah, greetings. Weekend was <laughs> awesome. Okay. How about you, Padre? Ah. It was awesome for him. <laughs> weekend was when you're on top. They're yeah, on top. So, yeah. Yeah. so you know that weekend was great. It was awesome. Mm. Up, up Gunners. <laughs> let's, let's give it to Gunners. Let's give it to them. Let's hope that, you know. Okay. All right. No problem. Now, S.C. Gun, uh, I, I wish we could move on from this whole uh, Asu thing. I wish that uh, the effects, you know, or the, 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 or the, the ripple effects of this whole ASU strike would not still haunt us, but apparently it still is. We still have in some uh, rumors or some reports, this one coming from the Punch newspaper, that uh, uh, over this half pay of salaries of a thin ASU is planning protests, uh, you know, declaring lecture-free days and all of that. Uh, uh, what is your take uh, on all of this? Some people are thinking or are saying, based on the fact that ASU had initially said or indicated that they were ruling out is strike action uh, that what is happening right now would affect students you know so badly well first off i really am excited that <laughs> we are considering alternative mm. measures to striking mm. uh, especially i will insist mm. that let's assume that there was hope at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Let me not sound like a senator. <laughs> you know, for this particular administration on this issue, I would have said, oh, okay. But from antecedent, okay. from everybody language possible, mm. from every action, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's one should just resign and say, see, as far as this time is mm. concerned, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. And then look forward to being hopeful, mm. not but not just being hopeful, mm -hmm. but being a bit strategic. Strategic, yeah, um, uh, going towards next year because that that next year is a time of decision mm. that uh, we need to make right. Okay, and 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 that's the reason I keep campaigning, you know, for, for this self -enlightenment, enlightenment, you know, so that when the issues are tendered, mm. irrespective of whatever bias mm. we will not be at that level where we can be easily bamboozled okay where we can easily be confused as mm. to what are the facts that are staring us in the face, in the face we okay. will be unlike some people who in spite of all the facts staring <laughs> them in the face uh <laughs> deny that fact who live in a world of their own you know and as it's becoming clearer and clearer mm. so I like this this stance. Mm. I like this also. And I've always said it that mm. of all the stakeholders involved in agitations concerning mm. education and mm. all that, mm. they have stood out. Mm. They have been intellectual in their approach. They've okay. been strategic. Okay. You know, and this one is good. Mm. They they have declared it just to, to indicate, mm. to let them know. Because th there's a need to find a way to register your grievances within the ambits of the law. Okay. And then don't forget that the court issue is still there. It's still pending, true. It's still there. Mm -hmm. You see, it will amaze you that um, 
when when it came to other issues like some of us who are in the know in mm. public issues that are in the public domain mm. like court judgments against federal government mm. or court judgments against federal government personalities mm. you see the speed in which one judge says this and that judge quashes it like in the case of the EFCC chairman all of us felt by now that you should be, you know, has been taken to the prison by the IGP as ordered by the court. Mm. But we see how fast the court and that judge came up <laughs> to come and watch that. We see now the Cano's case that, okay, there's been a ruling. Mm. But then we see how fast that uh, uh, that was not, that was totally ignored. Mm. And then they are filing, mm. you know, new charges, still holding him, you know, and all that. But then the moment a judgment came, you know, against Asu. They started breeding and threatening and saying. And so it, it's clear. But I'm glad that Asu did not, you know, stain themselves, mm. you know, by behaving like they have been wont to do, mm. as is evident. Mm. I mean, just go and, and check and mm. you will see. We know who the lawbreaker is, per se. All right. You know, so this is a welcome development. All right. And, uh, According to what we read, if 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 it is true, it's just one day. Mm. You know, they'll just do it one day. The students will relax. Mm. You know, it's not as if they won't come to, they will come to school. They of will course. come to work. Yes. but just that there will not be lectures. All right. in protest. So right. we and we keep looking for better ways. But most importantly, is for us to make a better decision. Okay. you know, All as right. far as leadership is concerned All right. in this nation. All right. Now, uh, let's come to Padre on this one. It's not just the children or the students that would be affected if anything were to happen between ASU and the federal government, but parents as well. And the national president of the Parent Teachers Association of Nigeria, uh, according to still the Punch newspaper, has condemned this particular payment of half salaries, you, you know, for the Academic Staff Union of University Lecturers, uh, ASU. Uh, uh, Padre, what is your what is your take as to you know this one day off you know uh, one day off lectures uh, thing that ASU has reportedly embarked upon and uh, should the government be wary? Uh, well, <clears throat> excuse me. First of all, I'm I'm happy that uh, we are not talking about strike okay. because. From every indication, and if we have to go mm. by emotion and everything, mm -hmm. the moment the federal government did not pay that salary, the mm. next thing one should have done is just say, okay, mm. these people are not serious, serious. let's yes. just go back on strike. Mm. But then, how do you, uh, how fair would that be to the students? True. Whom you have just called from home mm -hmm. to come resume school. Some of them were already preparing for exams. Yes. Some, if in a few schools, some mm -hmm. of them have even started exams. Absolutely. And we also know the other situations surrounding it mm -hmm. in terms of uh, the risk of traveling, the risk of the road, insecurity. In fact, some students were kidnapped mm -hmm. on their way True. on their way to school. Mm -hmm. When you put all of these things together, mm -hmm. then you just see that it is not. It won't be a reasonable thing mm -hmm. for us to say they want to go on strike. strike. And I'm happy that we are no longer, they are no longer thinking in that direction for now. But when it comes to this protest, for me, maybe I will take a little bit of uh, digression from what Essigan mm -hmm. is saying. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, mm -hmm. I don't see any reason for it. Because any action you want to take now that is not going to yield any good result, there is no point in taking such action. Okay. We all know the body language mm -hmm. 
and the disposition mm-hmm. of this government. This is a government that does not listen. This is a government that they don't give, they don't send you anything. They don't send you, if I have to put <laughs> it that way. This is a government that whatever they want to, they want to do is already, their minds are already mm-hmm. made, up. made up. Nothing is going to change. Mm. In fact, if we have to take a little bit, a little bit of steps backward, mm. okay. why do we normally go on strike? Mm. It wasn't because there are no other alternatives. Strike came up because of the nature of the government or the leaders we are dealing with. Yes. In some countries, this one-day protest would have been enough message for any government True. to know that something worse may happen mm-hmm. or that protest would have been enough for them to even call the leadership of ASU the leadership of us to the table to say now let us start discussing about these things mm-hmm. but we are in a government where whether you protest you do this remember when the students were having their own protest mm-hmm. you know all the statement we made here yes if you like block road from now to tomorrow so far they are not passing through if many of them don't pass through the roads mm-hmm. they go by air, air. Mm. if you cannot go to picket the office of the minister of education or you go to or to the office of uh, of the governor mm. or to the house of assembly yes. where those people where their daily activities maybe they stop yes. in one way or the other if then you don't do doing... that they are not going to do in fact even when you still do that probably they will send police Men and some people to come and to, to come and drive you mm-hmm. to come and drive you out of mm-hmm. the out of the place. <laughs> so for me, I get the 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 the, the feeling that Aswe is having that mm. is just like let us pass across a message that it's not as if we cannot go on strike. Oh, mm. I get it. Mm-hmm. But then the question is, where do you take your protest to? Mm. Are you just going to move around the school, mm-hmm. or the kind of protest we are talking about is like? A sit back protest mm. where you just don't you just don't go to class. Mm. You know, protest can take a different Any forms. Different it doesn't forms. have to mean that you have to clarify placards mm. and move across the street mm-hmm. or within the school compound. Mm. You staying back from your work is strike itself is a protest. Mm. It's just that it's it, it takes a, a a kind of a, a more damaging form than it is when it comes to other forms of other forms of protest. Mm. There are various ways. Okay, but for me, that one day protest is it going to yield any results? I do not think so. Okay, because when you are talking to a deaf man, mm. somebody who is deaf, no matter how much you how much you shout, mm. bring a loudspeaker close to the ears of that person. Mm. It's not going to make any effect. Okay. Maybe the only way you can now make effect is when you pinch him or right. when you try to make use of, do something that will attract the other senses okay. that are still working okay. within the body of the person. Maybe that is when you can see some change. Mm. But All for right. me, this one, the protest, I understand what Asu is trying to do. Mm-hmm. But the question is, why are we having this protest? It's because we want to send across a message. It's mm. because we want something to change okay but is it going to achieve achieve that let, 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 I, I, I let me let me so. bring that question to uh sake uh sake do you think that this one day protest is going to change uh, anything like they would always say like we say here sometimes uh the wind is blowing uh, the fowls derriere uh, has been exposed. Do you think that the government, uh, the federal government now, should really look into some of the issues that ASU is asking for? It has taken the federal government this long to do nothing. <laughs> Since ASU have resumed, what mm. have they done? Mm. The body language is clear. Mm, okay. They are not ready to do anything. Okay. That's the reality. Mm. 
And I think as we're just trying to be civil by doing mm. a one-day strike, okay, we know what they can do. Mm-hmm. But I guess Egon said, it's obvious when you are dealing with this class of people, mm. you should not too. For for history's sake, mm. for future, mm. how do I put it now? Future, yes, the sake of posterity. Posterity. It's becoming obvious. Who is more interested in education? Mm. As I've colored that for almost thirty-four weeks now, mm-hmm. nothing positive have been done about payment. Mm. They've given them half salary about Utah's. They are still sitting on it. They've been sitting on it since 2000, 2020. I hope one day they will, they will rise up. We get up. <laughs> All right. Something. Okay, no problem. Let's come to Essigon on this next issue. Uh, Essigon, uh, we, we are getting reports. We are getting reports that, uh, you know, from uh, this one coming from Sunshine Truth, uh, that kidnappers, uh, you know, are right here in Ondo State, have struck. You know, stormed the road, abducted a worker, uh, even as uh, the manager for the worker managed to escape. What should we be doing differently, especially as regards our state security infrastructure and the fact that we have Amotekun here? Well, the, let's not forget that it's been a while okay. that we've had any reason mm-hmm. to have this yep. kind of conversation. True, very true. Um, here. You know, mm-hmm. because at least to some extent we've been able to reduce. Like mm-hmm. what we said is, if we get our security right, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't necessarily mean that crime is going to disappear totally. Sure. Of course. But at least it will be reduced. Mm-hmm. And then one, we will have assurance that it will be resolved. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because the, the critical thing about crime is not just prevention, mm-hmm. but is resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, such that if we're not able to prevent uh, before it happens, mm. at least we're able to intervene where it is happening. Yes. Or if we're not able to do that, mm. then we're able to ensure that the perpetrators are brought to book mm. after it has happened, mm. uh, which is something that, uh, as far as we are concerned as as a nation, mm-hmm. um, it's not something that we can say we score high on. Okay. Which is why we've been calling for um, a, a, a change of. Of, of thought, a change of mindset concerning mm. our security architecture. Mm. Um, if I, I'm waiting really to see the resolution of this, mm. you know, but it's just to show that we have issues. Okay. And these issues need a more comprehensive approach okay. than a one sided approach. Okay. Um, for some of us, we were, were privy to a particular video. Mm hmm of an incident in mm. Singapore. Mm. And like like I, I usually tell people, I say, the thing is, it's not enough for you to listen to us talk and say all these things, but sometimes go out of your way and just Google crime rates all over the world mm. and see how it stacks in other countries mm-hmm. and, and check, okay, this, these countries that have a lower crime rate, for instance, mm-hmm. how did they achieve it? Yes. You will see that the social factors are important. Mm-hmm. The social factors are well taken care of. Okay, In other yes. words, everyone is positioned to be gainfully employed, mm-hmm. to be gainfully engaged, to be yes. productively engaged, so that you know you can cater for yourself yes. and you will be fine. To be paid, and yes. you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You understand? Then, secondly, means of deterrence 
are encouraged. Technology is deployed. What does that mean? Because I remember my dad telling me once that, see, uh, stealing uh, is not <laughs> something that is the uh, sole responsibility or sole uh, practice of black men, mm. you see, of black people. But you see, if you put a man in a room full of money without supervision, either he's white, he's yellow, he's orange, his lemon, mm. whatever his his complexion, whatever his race, whatever his tongue, whatever language he speaks, in fact, whatever religion he practices, and there is no supervision, and he has this feeling that if I take this money, I can get away with it, he will fall for that temptation. Mm. Why? Because there is no supervision. Mm-hmm. But let's assume that there is a guard there. Yes, or, or CCTV camera. Or CCTV camera is mm, there. Mm, mm. As much as he will want to. Mm-hmm. You get my point? Yes. But that overseeing yes. will discourage him. Mm-hmm. Respect of, of tribe, trees, race, or religion. Very true. And then if he now knows that, okay, even after, let's assume that I push myself and I carry it, mm-hmm. that I will be brought to book <clears throat> and I'll be seriously dealt with, mm-hmm. that alone, you see, the thought of it will discourage. Okay. But most importantly is if I'm throwing that kind of room and what if I work well in two months, three months, I can make something up to this. You understand? Yes. Be okay, so yes. why still why what I, I can even, make? Yes. You understand? So you see that it's a mindset thing. Okay. It's, a, it's a poverty. It's poverty mindset that will make you go to a party and be fighting for a souvenir that you can have, afford. <laughs> I think I think I think this table that you just shook is 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 heavy enough. Let's come to Padre uh, on this one. Padre, uh, Esigon has made a good point uh, about deterrence and uh, you know means that which which, which that can be done. And uh, we all agree that there is no society that does that is not free of criminality. But do you feel like uh, right here in Ondo State we are doing enough? Uh, well, I think we the government is trying its best because okay. what we used to have in the past, mm-hmm. the story is changing gradually. Okay, and uh, and uh, the personnel that are put uh, on ground to yeah. be to achieve these things. Mm-hmm. To be honest, we have to appreciate and commend what they are doing. But are we doing enough? Okay, That's maybe not yet mm. because. Uh, things don't change overnight. Okay. It takes time. It takes process. Okay. Remember, for instance, when Amotakun started, okay. the numbers of personnel they have now wasn't the numbers they started with. True. I think after a year, there is some kind of re- recruitment. Mm-hmm. In the past, we have talked about our process of recruitment. Mm-hmm. What kind of people do we bring into mm-hmm. yes. into into this kind of jobs? What type mm-hmm. of training do mm-hmm. we give to them? Mm-hmm. What kind of mindset? What kind of psyche mm-hmm. do they have? They have how educated are some okay. of those people? Because education too uh, plays a, a lot of a, a big role. But coming to secu- insecurity generally, mm-hmm. you know, Esigo has made mention of uh, salient points. Like I said the other time too, sometimes it appears that the social engineering is very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. But then, if we also have to go with some of the things he has stated, mm-hmm. one thing that we also have to point out at some of the, uh, the uh, measures mm-hmm. that's, that have encouraged mm-hmm. low crime rate in yes. some of these countries is also about the first thing that I noticed that for me, mm-hmm. it also goes a long way, a long way. True. is about the culture of the people. Okay. 
you know, just before we came onto this table, mm. this morning we're still talking about integrity. Mm. That integrity has become a real virtue mm. in our society today. Mm. Mm. You see some people do say something and they do something different. Mm -hmm. Today you see some people to be very, very uh, vocal, to say they are fighting for human rights. Mm. And tomorrow, the moment some, the, uh, somebody puts a finger in a bottle of mm. honey and <laughs> places it on their lips and they were able to lick it, and immediately you see something, something very, very, very different. Mm -hmm. But the question we also have to ask ourselves is, what kind of culture are we creating? You see, at least I can speak for the Yoruba culture to, to a great extent. Okay. You know, in those days, yeah, we, you usually give that example here. Mm. When you see somebody all of a sudden who doesn't have a job for the past three years mm. and in less than three months is already riding in a big car, mm -hmm. is already living in a big house. Mm -hmm. In our culture, you look at such people, you don't look at such people with any kind of honor whatsoever. Mm. You look them with suspicion. Mm. People begin to ask a question. Mm. Or, uh, probably even relate those questions to your family to say, <laughs> look at your son, what is or your daughter, what kind of work is he, is she doing? Or what kind of work doing? is he doing? Mm. Look at some of the criminality we have in our society today. For instance, in Ondo State, I remember there was a time that we are having a lot of issues around Akoko area. Mm. In fact, some of those issues are still mm. uh, issues are still yes. persisting mm -hmm. as we speak, but mm -hmm. it might have reduced. Mm. See, crime don't happen in isolation. Whether you like it or not, you may say those people, they are Gambaris, they are Fulanis, they are these or that. But there is no way these crimes will be happening consistently and successfully without the help and support of the people in the locality. Okay. okay. Because somebody, you must have settled somebody somewhere among those people. Must know something. You must, some, some people must have come to give you information. Hmm. You must have passed through some places and some people might have seen you and they must have kept quiet hmm. or they might, have be, uh, they might have become accessory to whatever crime you want to commit. Okay. That is what we talk about, the culture of the people. Okay. That is not our own culture. Right. In our own culture, when we see something, we say something. Okay. That is what we are known for. Right. But it's changing. But in all, I think the next five months is going to be very critical okay. in every place in this country mm. as when it comes to security. Okay. And why am I saying that? Mm. We're already getting close to December, mm -hmm. January. These that. are times that crime rates used to go on the rise. rise. People want to look for money no matter how. Mm. I still spoke about our culture. Okay. That is not our culture. Mm -hmm. But these things are changing okay. and some persons are holding on to some of these bad cultures. Okay. You see people, they want to do dirty December as some people <laughs> will usually say. And then immediately after January, what comes in? The elections. We all know what is going, what is happening in this country. In la last week, we all know, knew, we all know what happened in right. some states, in a particular state uh, in, in this country, yes. where people besieged the, the INIC office mm. and they, 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 they destroyed some materials mm -hmm. and put everything under uh, there was some kind of arson mm. that, that took place. Mm -hmm. So, for me, the next five, four, five months are going to be very, very critical, critical. Starting, starting for now. And I hope right. that the undosted government will continue to do what they usually do and put in more effort, whereby we put men on the street, we right. try to do some kind of security checks, right. and that for the citizens too to be responsible, okay. to know that when you see something, 
you have to say something. Okay. There is nothing bad where you say things with suspicion, mm-hmm. but even when you do that, you do that in the right way, in the right manner, without kind of profiling anybody or doing it in a scornful way or All right. whatsoever. Alright, thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Padre. Now let's come to uh, Sake on this next issue. You can give your thoughts on that, uh, but we have another very, very important uh, matter to discuss here, which is the fact that uh, the we're getting reports, I mean, we have spoken about it before, that the country's refineries, uh, you know, have remained dormant uh, for years, and that now, petrol imports is, you know, are gulping at least 17 trillion naira, even as these refineries are dormant. Okay. Alright. In a nation that you have about 1.8 million students sitting down at home for mm. 8 months, <laughs> Uh, let's put it better in 20 months out of three years now all right yeah at home and you want security the other people who have graduated are not grossly unemployed hmm. many that are employed they are underemployed mm-hmm. you know and we are not deliberate we are not deliberate about taking people out of poverty yes that has been our propaganda that we are taking by giving you know <laughs> great gift Throwing money, we, we cannot even trace some of those monies. We cannot trace. Throwing mm. monies away, we've mm-hmm. not been seeing concrete evidences of, you know, empowering the people, you know, people, mm. entrepreneurs, skill mm. acquisition, mm-hmm. and all that. For me, I have come to this conclusion that it's a deliberate effort mm. by some of our political mm. elite because it has become obvious that the poorer they become, mm. The easier they become as tools in your hands for violence, for election, okay. malpractices, and all that. Mm. If it were not so, mm. things would have gotten better. Concerning the uh, refinery, this is seven years plus. Uh, the refinery worked when Obasanjo was there, mm. while uh, Yaradua was there. Mm. And this is a man who swore to us. That it is wrong. It is wrong for us not to do this. It is wrong for education, for us to go on strike. And then this is seven years plus. We have less than five months to go. Eight years will have been completed. Hmm. We have spent billions of naira hmm. on our refinery. Hmm. In fact, at the time they told us that. Uh, what's it called? This this thing we are doing, what's it called now? It's a fraud. Uh, subsidy. Subsidy, that's subsidy. What's a fraud? But we have continued that fraud for seven and a half years. We have continued that fraudulent activity. They labeled it a fraud. So, they have continued with that fraudulent activity in the last seven and a half years. Hmm. Refinery is not yet working. Hmm. We don't have enough modular refinery. True. How come we don't? How, how do we even know whether now that the stolen, the stolen crude oil are taken away mm. by some people, refined and brought back, mm. and, ma- and monies are being made mm. at all our expense, and then subsidy money is collected? Mm. How can we know otherwise? Sure. And you see, for, for, for me, the onus is on us. And why I say the onus is on us is that, except. The fact that we have agreed that Nigeria only belongs to some few, hmm. that we are not all Nigeria. 
Right. I think we should stand up and ask questions. All I right. think we should stand up and get better at at the kind of people we elect okay. to represent us. This one is gone. But right. those are the realities. And I think we should be marking scorecard. I think <laughs> we should we should not allow any leader to just come and bamboozle us and tell us they have done this. Right. They have done next to nothing. All right. Thank you very much. Now, as you go on, uh, let's, come, let's come to you on this particular one. The current president, that is uh, President Muhammadu Buhari, uh, got into office on the 29th of May uh, in 2015. He has about, you know, let's say seven months uh, to go before his administration is over. Now, talking about this issue, we have always mentioned, uh, talked about the quality of leadership, you saw the midterm elections that happened uh, in the U.S. You saw how people voted based on policies, based on issues that really affected the common man on the streets. Now, going forward, coming from a government who said that the subsidy of a thing is a fraud, as Saki has rightly pointed out, and is still continuing it right now. How important is the quality of leadership, especially as it pertains to solving this uh, petrol crisis? Okay, well, since you since you mentioned the um, midterms, mm. you know, mm. so a lot of what happened in the U.S., um, particularly votes, was a sentiment. These midterms, a lot of sentiment came into play. Why? Because for the first time in the history of that country, mm. we had the possibility of someone <laughs> just coming in and uh, and uh, almost. Mm. scattering the system mm. you know I've always said that when you have a country the thing that keeps the country together is a system a working system, working system. a largely educated populace yes and good leadership a good leadership leadership mm. so if you have those three then you're good now if you have bad leadership you can be checked by the working system mm. and the largely populated I mean educated populace mm. which in the case of the US the, what is working for them is that they have a system. Mm. Their system is a good system that yes. is working for them, keeping them safe. Then we had the rise of a largely un- uneducated populace that were easily hoodwinked mm. and their emotions riled mm. by uh, someone that came into power, mm. you know, and that almost cut off things, you know. But the system, the system is what put things in check, in check and what is helping you know to people balance, yes. yeah maneuver properly mm. because they have a working system let's assume that they didn't have a working system i mean the emergence of trump will have been not just a disaster but <laughs> it's something that they'll not be able to re- recover from mm. you know and all that so and, and so when, when i keep talking about this issue mm. of um uh, people getting enlightened mm. because I, I still had a conversation with someone outside the country yesterday, and the person said, "You see, you see, it's not as if we don't have corruption in other places, in the West, in in the UK. I mean, we've had cases of corruption in the UK, in the US, and other places. See, True. but they have collectively agreed that you see, there should be the basics. Okay, there should be the minimum mm. standard the, the that bare, the bare everyone. Yeah, that every that." <coughs> You know, everyone should be um, given that opportunity to assess. Mm. So we should at least provide the basics. So if the basics are provided and you try to skim a bit off the top Mm. and you are not caught, Mm -hmm. you know, they will say, okay, no, Allah. But if you get to a point where your skimming affects the basics, Mm. no, the system will revolt and the people will revolt. 
which is if we look at Nigeria, which one do we have in all these trains that I have I've mentioned? That is the issue. We, we <laughs> okay, let me let me let me let me let me come to Padre with this one. Please just pick off where Esigo left off. Well, <laughs> the, the truth is there. You know, some things are just given. Okay. If you have lived in this country for quite some years, usually in the last seven years, mm. you, 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 you will see a lot of things. In fact, sometimes you don't even need to live in the country. Hmm. Sometimes probably you just have to visit a part of the country. Hmm. And one part of the country can tell you almost everything yes. about the country. Mm. I remember there was a time I made an analogy here. If you want to see what is going on in Nigeria, sometimes visit some of our institutions. Mm. And you look at, go there for like two weeks, experience what people are experiencing, look at the setup, look at the facilities, mm. degradation, the degradation, yeah, the structure, look at how it is being administered, mm. the leaders there. And it's, it's sometimes some of these things are enough. Is a reflection of what the the entire country is like. Mm. And when you say these things, it's just some people just feel that you just want to throw shades at those who are the aim of affairs or whatsoever. You see, for me, I wonder how, in some situations, how our leaders feel. Although sometimes some of them will come out and say, hey, "We are not happy about situation," or blah blah blah. And I will just give you one example. How do you run a business? You say you are running a business. Mm. Maybe by paraventure, you have funds from outside. Maybe probably you have invested, you have bought shares somewhere in the past, and over the years, the dividends have yielded so much that you are able to use it to do a lot of things within your business. Mm. And, after, and after a while, while you are doing that business, that business is not bringing in any money for you. Hmm. But you keep on using these so-called dividends that you have got from outside to do whatever you la- you want to do with mm-hmm. your business to mm-hmm. run your business, okay. and after a while you you start you start borrowing. Okay. And then, as a manager, mm-hmm. as the owner of the business, you feel comfortable. You feel that there is nothing wrong. Everything is fine. Everything is okay. For me, it makes me wonder what goes on in your head. <laughs> that do you even know why you are where you are? Why you are doing that business? Do you even know what business is all about? Mm. And why am I saying this? Look at NNPC, for instance. For the past seven years plus, we have not refined a drop of oil. And you pay people's salary. So the question I ask myself is, there are some people who, who work in that place that they just sometimes, probably they don't even go to work. Yes, you may say, maybe at the administrative level, mm. there may still be some works going on. After yes. all, NAPC is still mining. They are still selling. They are still selling the crude oil. They are doing importing. Some people may be doing the paperwork. Mm. I understand that. But what of those whose work are majorly labor? And that is why NLC cannot really, really talk. Eh? So what of those who are doing labor? And you know, we all know what it means to work in the oil sector in this country. We, okay. we all know the benefits that come with it. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody wants to work in the in the oil sector because you know the kind of salary. And that is why we should not be surprised how much maintaining the personnel within the NLPC, how much it has been gulping over okay. the years. Okay. And we have some people somewhere as leaders, the, the, especially the minister. I'm not talking of the minister of state. I'm talking about the minister for petroleum. Mm. Feeling that everything is okay, there is nothing wrong with that. Mm. I mean, sometimes it baffles me. 
right. I don't sometimes I I like I don't right. get it. Right. How do people go to bed at night and they wake up in the morning and they wake up just fine okay. and they go about their normal business? I feel that oh everything is okay, everything everything yeah, is all right. Fine. That's right. That right. The, the it doesn't make, of, it doesn't make sense. Okay, yeah. all right, That's no problem. Let, 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 let's let's uh, let's uh, come to a second. I was trying to trust that Essigan because he said we don't have a system. Really, we have a system. It's just that the systems are not working. Mm. <laughs> and that's why I mentioned ESCC. We have ICPC. We have NAPDAC. We have every check and balance system. Those are not systems. Uh, systems. Sorry, I'm sorry to cut you short. <laughs> mm. Some people don't work. You give them salary, huge amount of money for the past seven and a half years. And yet, because some people went to strike for eight months, you pay them half salary. Mm. I mean, how, how do we do things in this country? Okay. I, I, sometimes... <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So, so I'm trying to say okay. that we actually have a system. Mm. It's only that there's a saying that you you place the piper dictates the tune. That's, also, that's why we don't have system. You know, he, 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 he mentioned a, a scenario now where court moves swiftly mm. when FG wants it to move, mm. and then court grinds slowly <laughs> like a snail, <laughs> like. Carlos case, Ibo's case, mm. monies will never be paid. Mm. And you see, and I'm trying to say that we have a system, mm -hmm. but we have refused to make it work. Okay. And because we have refused to make it work, we All have right. made mockery. Mm. In fact, I don't think those those places we've mentioned mm. have as much system, check and balances as, as we, we do. <laughs> but it's just they mm. don't have they don't mm. have multiple. I can mention yes. we have multiple. You know. Institutions that are supposed Mr. to do what we have. Say we have these agencies, uh, they but, for, but they are not systems. Are they not? Are they not for check and balances? Uh, are they, they are working. One, one could say if that they are part of the system. They if they were the really system, doing they really what they're supposed to do, this thing will work. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I've explained this before, mm -hmm. and how I explained it is mm -hmm. this: mm -hmm. the reason why um, I insist that we don't have a, a working system, uh -huh. mm -hmm. a system, mm -hmm. is because when let's. Dorak really was there. Mm -hmm. We felt the impact of Navdak the moment she left. Hmm. Where is Navdak with that same ferocity? Hmm. You get my point? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, we are talking about uh, NDLA, NDLA now. Right NDLA, now. NDLA, 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 Either it is Tochuku or Oluwashegufumi or Lucas mm. or Alubaka that is there. That system will be running. Run. It's just like a, a system is, Regardless of is automated. Is it's just the like formula. generator. If you put on a generator, that system keeps working. Yes. Uh -huh. That's also yeah. so and, and it's clear. In in UK, they have system. Mm. They have leadership. Mm. They have largely educated, educated populace, people. even though the education level is dwindling. <laughs> Brexit is a clear example of okay. that. Let's and just go into MAGA. With MAGA, that is a uh, uh, make America great again, is the bane of the US. Lack yeah. of, you know, that's, that is dropping. Yes. So we are seeing in our sight what can happen if we drop mm -hmm. our brains, if we don't have a system. <clears throat> All right. I would have, but in Nigeria, those three, 
All right. Let's let's just stay with you. Let's just stay with you on this one. Let's move on quickly to another topic. The issue of this flood is becoming a serious problem. We've uh, seen statements uh, from the from the from various parts of the of, of the government uh, as to their stance on this whole flood thing. The United Nations uh, has said the number of people affected by the flooding in Nigeria has risen to over three point two million, while over one point four million have been displaced. Should we be worried? You know, the number hmm. is actually staggering. Hmm. And if you look at that report, you're, you're looking at those that are directly hmm. affected. affected. If that number is directly affected, hmm. and if you're a thinking person, if you have your brains fully functional and you use it, hmm. What that would tell you is that the implications are dire hmm. in the sense that the indirect hmm. is going to be massive hmm. because there's a difference between impact and results. Hmm. You know, you have your results, hmm. fine, but what about the impact? the impact? And the impact of it is what we are trying to warn people about. Hmm. We have gone past the level of discussing what caused it. Hmm. We have moved past that because apparently... Let's assume that they were ready to do anything about it. They'll have done that like 20 years ago. <laughs> and up to now, it's not as if... years ago. Okay, that's 40. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah, 40 years ago. Thank you, thank you. 40 years ago. But now, they are not even doing as if, you know, if you notice anything that, discussion that they said, is not even coming up to is, say we will do it, give us one, one year, two years, before next day we'll do it. It's not even coming up. It's not important. And, and it's not mm. as if we don't all know. Okay. You get my point. All right. And the painful part is for it to always have to be that it is other people hmm. that come up with, you These know, figures, the figures, statistics. the statistics. That's the part that is most annoying. It's just, it's just like for me now, like as close as I am to Sake, as close as I am, you know, to Father Liu, it, it will, it's, it, I will have to be very, very close to now come and be letting Father Leo know, for instance, that you see in your house this morning, <laughs> you ate 52 hours of yam. <laughs> and I don't live there. You want to kill me. <laughs> you understand? In this economy. <laughs> and and that's, that's Sake. Sake filled his two cars with 500 liters of petrol. Hmm. Now, Nicola, you, you see what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you, you understand? Mm. You can't, as in, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that I'm the one that has to be saying that. Wait, Sake is putting on a cream-colored shirt. Mm. Oh, it is obvious that he's putting on a cream-colored shirt. <laughs> but if it doesn't come out himself to say that, man, what I have is a cream-colored shirt. Okay. And people are seeing it that ah, this is a cream-colored shirt. But that I have to be the one that will not say. It's people, what this person is wearing is a cream color shirt. It just shows that we are not. Look at the information that we give out at from the humanitarian, uh, yes, yes, and other agencies mm, involved. Mm-hmm. From look at the information we give out, yes, that that that, that, that was why I mentioned check this <coughs> U, uh, UN, UN data report, compare yes. it, and see. All right, let's talk, let's let's talk about the impact, Padre Leo. What do you feel? Uh, it's sad because mm. when it comes to these issues, 
you know, there are different stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, one should have been, the first should have been the mitigation. Okay. How do you even stop, stop these things? This. Then you can talk about adaptation. Okay. Okay, if it happens, yes. how do we... How do we live with how this? How do we live with it? How do we manage? Mm-hmm. But even when you talk about adaptation... Uh, the mitigation is very, very important mm-hmm. because for how long are you going to be adapting? Sure. And the only thing we are we are concerned with is where money comes in. Hmm. Because you know that when you do mitigation, you are solving the problem completely. Completely. And that means monies will be spent. Monies will be spent hmm. just in a short while. A short while. But when you talk about adaptation, <laughs> money will be continuously spent mm. because that is where all this relief comes in. comes in and that is where politicians will come to and make scores we have given you 40 million to 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 do some kind of amelioration we are going to do this that's when all these promises will come in and all these agencies mm-hmm. or ministries mm. that is where you now see them starting lobbying mm. cornering uh, the heads of financial institutions when they go for conferences and try to put it as if they are working in the interest of Nigeria. Mm. See, they love it to happen that way. Let us face the fact. Hmm. They love it. Because you have to talk about the IDPs. Hmm. You have to talk about how to bring relief materials, how to buy bags of rice and hmm. these and that. Hmm. And you can bring out a budget and say, this is what we have spent the money on. Because this money, they will keep coming. And we can have excuses to continue to beg for money from other places. You can, you can see the way we think. I've always said it. We have a consumerist mentality. Hmm. And that is why we can never grow. All right. Until when that mentality changes. If we wait, for instance, you can hear the number one pres- person in this country. You can even hear somebody aspiring to be number one citizens in this country saying that if you don't give us money, we will not tackle, we will not tackle uh, climate change. Oga, this flood that is happening, is it happening to them in the U.S.? Hmm. When that climate change continues to have a bad impact on you, I, is, the, is, is it that is the Onyibos that did not give you the money? Are they the ones that will suffer it right. or your own people? Let's, so let's, you just let's, get let's to see that, that you just see that this is who we are, unfortunately. And right. it is a b- very, very bad thing. All right. Let's, let, let's, let's okay, have the last word for today. See, see for me, I think uh, we've been fooled several times. Hmm. And we continue on this journey until we wake up or we decide to do otherwise. Mm. Uh, like Father Leo said, mm-hmm. monies will be spent. And most of those money will not get to the recipient. It won't get to the people mm. who are grossly affected. Mm. You see many advertisements and show of, and disbursement of funds on uh, TV and radio. Mm. But we know how it is. You can reach 20% of those people. Mm. But for me, it has always been like this in Nigeria, that when the disasters like this happen, we have to bear it. When farmer loses their farmland to cattle rustlers or, or fire, <coughs> they have to bear their loss. Yeah. When when market men or women mm. loses their uh, shops mm. to fire inferno, mm. uh, if you value the goods lost. Mm. The compensation will not be up to 10 20 percent mm. they have to bear their loss all right and i think like he said a good government will have found a way of bringing up a structure like insurance mm. whatever you know mm. natural disaster insurance or whatever so that the burdens 
are removed from government from, yes. and the impact will be less, less on, the, on people. the people. But so far, so good. I don't think we have done that. All but right. those are the things we can do. All right. Thank you very much. That's all we can take for today on Trending Issues right here on The Morning Show, Futsal Radio 93.1 FM. News on the Globe is up next. Do stay tuned.